0: Welcome to Voices of CFMA, Construction Financial Management Association's podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders, sponsored by Profix. I'm your host, Sal Marino, CFMA's Marketing and Content Manager. This month, I am joined by Ben Osborne. Ben is a Vice President and Senior Risk Advisor at Huntington Insurance and has 16 years experience with clients in the construction industry, industrial space, commercial insurance, workers comp, and risk management. He is also a CFMA member of the Metro Detroit and Northwest Ohio chapters. Also, Ben is the inaugural subject or maybe model for CFMA's new Instagram page, People of CFMA, which launched last week. Ben, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me today.
1: Thanks for having me on Sal.
0: So let's just jump right into this. Uh, can you give me a little bit of background about how you got into your line of work? Sure,
1: sure. Um, I, you know, thinking about this question, it goes back to I think I was around 11 or 12 years old. And um, I come from a family of electrical contractors. So, you know, my dad was a union local eight contractor. My grandfather was a local eight union electrical contractor. And, you know, I knew very early on, kind of throughout my life, uh, working alongside dad, dad, grandfather that, you know, I think I wanted to do something different uh, with my life than going to electrical trades respect the elect- electrical trades grew up on them um you know learned a lot of good stuff um throughout my life th- through that and um you know have nothing you know nothing but the highest amount of respect for for you know and 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 again i guess that that plays into part of my story as well um is why i do a lot of work with contractors but i remember my dad asking me he said, you want to be, uh, you want to do what I do when you get older? Or what do you, what do you want to do? And, um, I said, no, you know what? I don't, I don't think I want to be an electrician when I get older. And, and, and he didn't, he, he didn't have anything bad to say about that. He, he kind of wanted me to do what made me happy. And, um, and, and he's always encouraged me to do that. So, um, I said, you know, what's, what's our neighbor Vern do? Uh, Vern star, he's a couple doors down, you know, he's got kids that are my age. Um, You know, he he always seems to have a lot of time to spend with his kids. He seems like like he seems very happy in his career. And uh, my dad said, well, you know, Vern owns an insurance agency. I said, really? I said, okay. Fast forward, (laughs) you know, we don't really talk a lot about it throughout, uh, you know, my high school years. Um, I get into into college. I mean, I go to Western Michigan. And, uh, you know, my first thing I was targeting was aviation uh, to be a pilot. And, um, you know, quickly kind of changed my mind, wanted to go into business, um, was looking at accounting and decided to, you know, I wanted to, I kind of felt this more entrepreneurial spirit um, as I started to go through college and uh, ended up with a business management degree from Western Michigan. You know, get out of college, really, you know, insurance really wasn't on my, on my radar even at this point. Uh, until we had a good family friend, you know, he's exactly, like he's like my second second family growing up. And uh, Dave Kuzino, Dave's cousin was Chuck Iat, uh, who owned an insurance agency locally and was very well respected. Had a really nice business, three offices. And he said, "You know what, Ben? I I think you'd be really good at this. Um, you know, just with your personality. And I, I'm going to see if I can get you a meeting with my cousin Chuck." I said, okay, you know, great. I'm, you know, I'm out of college. I really wasn't sure which direction I was going to go. That's kind of where my journey started. Uh, I, you know, I met with Chuck. Chuck said, we really don't have a position for you. Uh, I was 21 years old, right out of college. And he said, but we do want to grow our commercial lines, book of business, uh, our business insurance. And, you know, we'll give you a shot. So that's kind of where my story started. You know, a, a few years into that career, really learning the business, being pretty, pretty successful at it, um, you know, in my second year uh, led me into uh, my third year, actually having an opportunity to buy in and take over Vern Starr's book. So the story kind of comes around, you know, the guy who I talked about when I was 11 or 12 years old, that. Um, you know, has always been, uh, you know, a a big time mentor and father figure to me. I was, I I got a chance to take over his business with one of his sons. So how cool for that to come full circle 12 or 13 years later. And and then, you know, kind of the rest is, the rest is history. As they say, I've always really loved the uh, dealing with contractors since day one um, of being in the business. Um, You know, I started, 16 years ago, I've I've transitioned into a larger uh, insurance brokerage where I can do more things. You know, I can I can help uh, more construction clients, and and that's just kind of you know I guess that's that's how I got into this line of work.
0: Yeah. I think that's fantastic. I love that you you know at such a young age. For, first of all, that your father was cool with you like not following in his footsteps. You're following a neighbor's footsteps, um, and then. That even when you of you said you wanted to be a pilot, like the insurance still came back to that, and you were like, you know what, that's where I want to go. Couldn't get couldn't get away from it. Right, <laughs> that's that's fantastic. So building off that a little bit, uh, what brought you into CFMA? After um,
1: after leaving, you know, I, I made a tough decision to to leave uh, my agency that I had created. Um, I, I you know, I had for seven years um, with part of Vern Starr's book and with a, with a captive agency. So I was very limited at what I could do for some of my construction clients and moving upstream uh, with more sophisticated risk, you know, I really needed to have more options available. So uh, I transitioned into an independent brokerage out of Toledo, Ohio uh, that was eventually purchased by a much larger uh, insurance brokerage. Uh, And that's kind of where I had met the guy's name is Jim Lordy, and he's still a very good friend of mine today. Still does a great job in the construction industry. When I declared, I said, when we were bought by this large brokerage, we had to actually declare our major as far as niche market. And I said, my my number on choices, if we have to declare is is contractors. You know, I like working with contractors. I get along with them. You know, I grew up in, you know, kind of in the business and um, it's just, it's just a natural fit for me. What came along with that was, you know, our surety person at the office who'd been there 20 plus years, Jim, had said, hey, Ben, you know, we should, we should partner up and and take on the construction industry together. And he said, these are a couple organizations I've been involved with that uh, I've met a lot of really good people with. And the first one he um, brought up was CFMA of Northwest Ohio. And he said, and I've, I've created some really great friendships through this organization. And, you know, we, we've gotten some really nice clients because of those relationships. And that's really how I've always liked to do business naturally is get to know somebody on more of a personal level, kind of gain that, you know, gain that trust from them, let them know kind of how you do business, how you work. And then when the opportunity comes along, maybe they'll give you a shot to work on their business. So you know, so that's Jim, Jim, Jim Lordy. I mean, he brought me in. He said, Northwest Ohio is a very, very strong chapter. I remember the first meeting he took me to, there's like 30 people in the room. I'm like, this many people are involved at this level of this chapter? And, uh, you know, going to some social events saying, man, it's like these guys have known each other for 20 years. And they had, Um, I'm like, man, what a strong, strong organization. That's kind of what led me to Detroit, too, was Jim was like, hey, Detroit's struggling. And they were. My first meeting I went to, they were talking about if they were going to keep the chapter alive or not. And, and I really looked at that as a big opportunity to just say, you know what? Northwest Ohio is so strong. If Detroit had those building blocks of building that strong board and that strong culture, I think this thing could really do well. And I took it on as a challenge from six years ago, almost folding to two years ago, we were chapter of the year in Detroit. So we've, we've done a lot of work and yeah. it's not just, it's not me. It's, it's, it's that team. It's that board that's really got us to where Detroit's at and having our first regional, um, this year, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of big things were accomplished in Detroit and I'm super, super proud of everything we've done there. So.
0: That's great. So before we get to our next questions, here's a word from our sponsor, Profix.
1: Profit software centralizes all your financial data, including ERP, CRM, HR, estimating, and project management for a complete view of company performance. Contact Profits to learn how we can help better manage your projects' cash forecasting, rip reporting, margin fade, and equipment utilization.
0: So as I'm sure you're aware, Spring Creek is approaching in October and November of this year, and you are a previous attendee. Can you tell me a little bit about how Spring Creek has helped you in your professional or personal life, or perhaps both?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think first and foremost, Spring Creek is great just to learn all of the additional resources that CFMA has to offer and how to access those. I I didn't realize how, how much was actually at my fingertips until I went through the Spring Creek. And, you know, like any conference or any sort of educational thing that you go to you're going to take out bits and pieces of knowledge and um, that's going to help you personally and professionally i i completely believe in that you know spring creek's more intimate uh, of a setting where it's a smaller group Um, you're definitely getting more time to talk and to figure things out and to ask questions and and you really get to know that spring creek group that you go go with uh, on a a much deeper level which has been awesome and we've really kept in touch and and going to the first national this year with that group because it's been a few years since i've been to spring creek but because of because of the events that have happened the last couple of years we we weren't actually able to attend a national together so it was it was bittersweet this year to um get to hang with everybody you know those are those are lifetime friendships and relationships that we've made at spring creek that you know it's really cool to to keep those going, and I'm, you know, excited to see where that leads to in the
0: future. So on this podcast, we talk a lot about advice. Our listeners love advice. Uh, can you tell me maybe the best piece of advice you've ever been given?
1: You know, I think this goes back to, yeah, you know, I can't really pinpoint um, who who gave me the advice, but it's in in you know I live my life, and I tell this. To a lot of people is you know i think a lot of it is you surround yourself with good people with successful people you know if you're if you're trying to get better at let's say even a sport you want to play with people that are better than you in that sport and it, and it only makes you improve your skills and i agree you know on a personal and professional level i think that's huge in anyone's life, you know. If you go even go back to high school, there's there, there's wise in the road, right? And and it's like you go down this path or this path. And you know, if you if you take a step back and you, and you really look at both of those paths and say, "Why would it went down this road?" I don't think I don't think my future would be quite as bright. And I think you kind of know that at the moment. But sometimes you do make, you know, I haven't made all the right choices in in my life. But you know, I think surrounding yourselves with good people with successful people with people that encourage you people that are positive is is definitely a key to you know just a happy successful fulfilled life.
0: I think that's great advice Um, and do you have advice for someone who's new to the industry?
1: Yeah absolutely I mean I've been involved in a lot of organizations through my career. And it, I mean, even going back to high school and college, and it, and this remains true across everything: is you you get out of an organization what you put into it. Um, if you, if you're just gonna show up to a meeting or a social event just to show face, you, and 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 then you leave, you might meet a few people, you know, it's not going to be as fulfilling as if you you really dive in and get your fingernails dirty and take on a task or get outside your comfort zone, really get in the trenches with some of these, some of these folks in the organization. You know, the incoming president at uh, Metro Detroit, uh, his name's Chris Green. You know, Chris and I have become really, really good friends through this organization, you know, have similar interests in baseball and life and, you know, investments and things of that sort that, you know, if I didn't dive in and get to know Chris and, and really go through the tough times in Detroit of our chapter almost folding, you know, I would have never met him. So it's, you know, I really treasure that friendship. And I didn't know that was going to happen when I started this, but hey, you know, if you dive in, you put in some work, you get uncomfortable a little bit, you, you never know what's going to happen. And that's, you know, it's kind of how I live my life. And I think it's good advice to others is try it out, get involved.
0: That's Fantastic. So, I just have one uh final question Are you prepared for the fame that being uh, on CFMA's Instagram page <laughs> is likely to bring you? Like maybe a fake mustache when you go out in public, stuff like that.
1: You know, again, uh, going back to being uncomfortable, uh, <laughs> you know, I'd say, yeah, you're definitely putting me in that uncomfortable zone, but I'm ready, you know, ready to jump in the trenches with you, be the first guy here. So, we'll. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm sure I'm going to get some some messages from some folks uh, across CFMA after this comes out, but, you know,
0: bring it on. All right. Sounds good. Well, Ben, thank you so much for talking with me today. I really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Sal. Appreciate you.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Voices of CFMA. If you're looking to learn more about Spring Creek and the three and a half day retreat for chapter leaders, please visit cfma.org slash Also, if you'd like to watch Ben start his modeling career, please follow CFMA on Instagram at our brand new handle, at CFMAHQ. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe and share on social media. And if you're interested in learning more about the Construction Financial Management Association, check out CFMA.org.